1: welcome back to the Freud's Angels podcast um I, I wanted to giggle because as soon as we started recording I saw Vanessa's dog in the background her little cocoa just kind of poked its head around the corner and was like hi and then moved on
0: yeah I just had a client uh session before she was out there and I think she figured because I opened the door that it was like we're gonna eat we're gonna do whatever and it was like she comes in here like what are we doing yeah <laughs> we're back. Hey, this isn't our normal time schedule yeah and for those you know you guys that are listening, we are recording on a non normal day for us, so <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah we and you know and part of it is is we love to we love to be flexible within our um you know within our lives and what we have to do, and we hate missing a week, so we just we often will start to record extra so that it can continue to flow even if one week maybe I'm on vacation, Vanessa's on vacation or we've got things to do. So yeah. So this week, um I I'm kind of like it's I'm kind of pumped to talk about this one because I feel all of us empaths and all of us people who are healers in whatever flavor we're a healer, whether it's energy workers, massage therapists, uh, counselors, whatever, I feel that there's there's a very big um boundary that mm-hmm. it's hard for us to you know hold firm and ho- keep hold and or to even a boundary for ourselves it's almost yeah. it's not just for our clients it's for ourselves it's like it's our boundary of yeah. stopping um yeah. so so Vanessa, yes <laughs> so Vanessa what is what is what are we talking about today
0: Kind of to fix my camera here yeah whatever. you blurry again I can't handle. I can't. Anyways, uh, <laughs> we're technical difficulties over here on in, in my life. So, you know, like the concept, and the, the, I mean, this is this is near and dear to both of our hearts because of what we do. Um, is that the, the concept of watching? You know, people who are needing something. You know that, or people who are hopeless, or you know, just just people who are in need and not being able to help them and how the effect that that has on us when we're not really in awareness and we're not working our self-care and we're not, you know, shielding and, you know, all of these other things that we need to do as empaths, because it's a different, it's a completely different situation than somebody who is not an empath. You know, like we have, like we, we hold it inside our bodies if we're not careful and, um, so this is a great topic because I, I mean, I always need a refresher on it because I, I think I've handled it pretty well in my, uh, professional life. I've kind of gotten that drilled down, but man, in my personal life, <laughs> it can still really be a struggle for me because, you know, we're healers. We want to help everybody. We can, we, yeah. we know that we're tasked with, sharing the tools that we have with other people for a reason because it it, it's helping people learn how to heal themselves but at what cost to us is the question we end up asking over and over and over again
1: yeah because you know when we you know when you have sessions when i do sessions i have healing sessions i have readings you know what comes through is 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 I, I feel just purely from spirit and, you know, and sometimes I, I always feel the message is there, whether, you know, and they are ready, even though they don't think they're ready to hear what comes through. But and there's a point where like, we, like I say what I say and then it's up to them to take the ball and run with it. Yep. And, but it's sometimes hard because they don't, they, they leave the ball on the court. They kind of just, they drop it or they don't catch it. And they're just like, I don't want anything to do with that. And, you know, and, and that's okay. That's, that's their choice. There's nothing wrong with that. You have free will when it comes to this, my kind of work. And even with Vanessa's kind of work, you know, you, there's always free will, you know, we don't tell you what to do and, you know, and then stop talking to you if you don't do it, that's your decision. Mm -hmm. We can only give you so much insight, reflection, uh, reframing that we can, um, but when it comes to people that are in, you know, high acute situations and they're just not in a space where they're hearing or they're listening and, or that they could even actualize what sometimes is is being told to them, it's hard because we don't feel like we have control and so we want to help them so bad and we we want to prevent their pain and suffering and we want to help them, but we can't. We We can't involve ourselves past a certain point it's like, you know, with, I know with therapy, there's a, there's a fine line. You know what I mean? There's a fine line between being a therapist and involving yourself in someone's personal life to a degree that is unprofessional. Um, for me, I have to set boundaries up because if I, I used to be like so invested in all of my clients and their well being and Conversations that I would spend so much time worried about the things I couldn't control, worried about the things that I wasn't able to help them with. Mm -hmm. So it completely ended up like it burns me out. I get upset because I'm carrying not only my weight of stuff that I'm dealing with, but I also carry theirs as well because. I know what could help them, but yet I'm not in that position, nor will I overstep the boundary of giving unsolicited advice. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I try so hard not to do that. I slip up sometimes because I forget, but then it's because I love people, but it's hard. It It really is hard from this, from our perspective because of how much we, you know, how much we actually like care and how yeah. much, we We really want people to not to to find their joy and happiness and not suffer and not you know you know what I'm saying? I hope so, friends,
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean I think I think it's funny because it, it is like that distinction right between you know like when when I have the conversations with people about what's sympathy and what's empathy, you know like and what is being an empath and how is that different than being somebody who is an empathetic person right like when you're an empathetic person you have an ability to slip in and out when you are an empath things happen without you knowing unless you're aware you know like it it is basically uncontrollable until you realize that that's what's happening and um that's that's really the difference you know as there's intention with somebody who's empathetic they want to step, step into your shoes. We're stepping into shoes we didn't ask for sometimes and having to be like, whoa. And so that makes that, that the, the difference being that we feel it like inside our bodies as if we are experiencing it. And I mean, the reason why I've burned out in my career so many times and gone back to finance, I mean, probably three times at least, I quit my job as a therapist and said I can't do it and went and worked in a corporate office because I was burned out and it took a long time for me to understand that is an empath problem you're carrying the weight of all of these people all the time you're worrying about them you're worrying about how to help them you're spending extra time on your weekends trying to research stuff and all of that kind of stuff, which is okay it's your job, but to what extent is it healthy and when is it not and now, like again, like in my professional life i'm it's so much easier you know, now that I've understood that this is what it is and I'm shielding and I'm and I'm intentionally leaving energy with people where they are that I have, my clients text me. They text me because sometimes they're going to forget what happened. And they're like, by the time I see you next week, <laughs> I'm going to forget this. Here, Here it is. Some of my clients will text me and be like, you know what? I was thinking about you today and you're awesome and I love you, you know? And just like being able to like, not you know just appreciate that that i am part of their lives but not feel like i have to live their lives alongside them is like amazing i'm in the journey i'm in it but i step in and out at will now and it's like incredible but again in my personal life i do find this quite challenging still because it's um it's hard like because I love my clients, but they're not like people I've known for 10, 15, 20 years, (laughs) right? So those people that that I've known for 10, 15, 20 years, when they need my help, I want to rush in, right? And I want to tell them, oh, like, these are the wonderful things about you, or these are the things that are the tools, the whatever, but I can't take that on. I want to take that on because I want to help, but having to learn not to do that and um shield myself from watching what happens when i don't and not feeling responsible for it has been a hell of a journey because we tend to believe that because we can help we should and when we don't and the train goes off the tracks we've done something wrong
1: right it's it's so i so mirror what you're saying about how It's so difficult because I know that my friends, like my friends that are close to me that are healers in their own right, they see my patterns. They see things, you know, and and I have a few friends that will ask, can I reflect something to you? Is there something that I could, can I share something? And I have the ability to say yes or no, depending on what emotional state I'm in. But at the same time, it's like, I know most people don't do that. Most people don't understand about permission and asking for permission. They just get in there with this advice of, yeah, all you have to do is this. It's like, you know, it's like a being, an, being a person, and I'm just using this as an example, being a person of size and, and being overweight or of accept, like, <laughs> you don't know how many like well-meaning people are like, oh my gosh, all you need to do is take this supplement and this, and it's amazing. <laughs> and like, is it, it, it's like, I didn't, I don't need to know that. I appreciate that you have that knowledge, but I didn't ask for that advice. You know, it's yeah. like, that's why, you know, if you're not in the profession where people seek you for what you're offering, always ask. Always ask for permission before you start winging off advice to people. Because I, I, I really feel like when, while you're meaning well to share advice with people, it gives them the indication that they don't know how to handle their situation. It's like this, I think in a sense of uh, it, it, you know, kind of makes them feel like, Oh, you don't think I got this or like, you know, you feel a little more devalued because of getting unsolicited advice that you really didn't need, or you knew already, or you know what I mean? So it's, when it comes to the personal realm of it,
0: when you're a healer, it's hard because you just want to heal everybody. But well, and I think in our society, we're not really taught how to connect on the level of just hearing each other, you know? And so that's not what the expectation is, right? Like, so the expectation is that when I am venting to you, I want a solution from you because that's what we're supposed to be doing when we, when we're upset about something, we're supposed to be moving right along. Right. And so we're all kind of trained to be like, well, if you are coming to me with this information, it's because you want to move along. And you're coming to me because you're asking me how to move right right along. Right. Like and that's like perpetuated consistently in our society where when you actually go back, that's my dog choking on something. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Are you gonna make it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like doggy, no, I'm looking over yeah, well, she was chewing on her little bone over there, so maybe one of the little nubbins came off. But anyways, like, um, you know, way back like storytelling was storytelling. We've lost the art of storytelling. And because society has become so stressful, storytelling has become the ways to get validation ways to vent our frustrations, ways to um give information so that people know what we're going through, right? Like sometimes we're just doing that cuz we're just like, "Hey, you know why I'm a, like I'm a hot mess? Let me just tell you why I've been gone because these are the things that are happening, right?" Yeah. And so like I I part of the consent part of it is like, you know, what I teach my clients to be like, just assume That everybody's running on that program. Just assume that everybody thinks that if you have come to them with a problem, that you want them to help you solve it. (laughs) Because we're still trying to figure out how to make it be okay for people to just not problem solve, that you are not irresponsible for not problem solving your friend's problems, right? Right. Like, because on the other end, that's what people are doing. Well, I got to say something, I got to do something, I'm, I'm here to soothe you. Right. So tell them, I'm just going to vent. Tell them like, I need, I need your input. Tell me if I'm crazy. Right. Like and I give people their little prompts, right? Like, listen, <laughs> you got to prep. If if you know, somebody tends to do that to you. If you know, somebody tends to just jump in and and with their loving heart, try to problem solve your life. Be very direct with them up front. Yeah. I just need you to listen to me, bitch, right now.
1: <laughs> when somebody comes and tells me what they need, it's it's like it's it's easy. Cause then yeah. you're like, Oh, okay. I'm off the hook. Yeah. I mean, not many people understand what they need, but you know, but I there again, it's like, you know, if you at least know in that moment of like, Oh, I need, I just need someone to hear me. I need someone, I need to feel validated in my emotions right now and, and, and how I'm feeling, or I just need somebody to open a space and just hear me and just allow me to just be for a minute so I can get it out. And then, you know, and and maybe I want advice. Maybe I want reflection. Maybe I want more than just, um, than just venting. Maybe I need more than that. And I can ask for that if they have the ability to do it. And also when you're asking, be prepared for someone to say, I don't have the ability to give you that today. However, I'm here to listen because some people don't have it. There are many days that I'm like, I don't, I don't have any bandwidth to give you advice on anything. I'm so done attaching, you know, connecting, you know, as much as healing and connecting to the angels is fun there are moments where I'm I don't want to I'm like I need to not do this today because yes. there's a lot it's 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 not so much a lot at stake but it, there's a lot of it's it's a process and it's heavy sometimes because of what I'm filtering or what's coming through me so yeah
0: it, it's yeah. we're it's we're learning We're learning how, like, we're all needing to relearn a lot of these things of how to communicate. I mean, most of what I talk about with people and my clients is communication of some sort that has broken down, (laughs) you know, and, and like how to communicate effectively and how to you know, learn how to handle your emotions and, and, and act on those emotions and ask for questions and things like that. Like, that's why I'm I'm glad that, that you kind of outlined some of the things that people can say, because people don't know. They yeah. literally don't know. They just get in high emotion and want soothing. So then they just run to their trusted person and don't know to take that pause, to practice the pause and say, what do I need right now? I know I need soothing and I know who I'm going to it for, you know, but like what's going to soothe me and what's not going to right now, if I'm, if I want that advice, then I'm going to go through, cause I need, I need some, I need some input. Please tell me something else because what I'm, what's going through my head sucks, or I just need to cry for like a 30 minutes (laughs) and say, why, why, why? And that's all I need right now. I just need you to hear me. You know, but we have to teach those skills, just like we have to teach the skills of the person to be like, if you're not clear of what that person needs, if it doesn't feel clear, go ahead and ask so that you can let yourself off the hook. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent.
1: And here's the thing too. And here's, here's the other side of that. So say you have a friend and the friend's in a really dark space and they look to you for help. Or they look to you for guidance and you give what you can. And then there's nothing more that you can really give to that person. That there's so much out of your control. Sometimes we we hold that internally. Like we feel like we failed the person or failed the situation. Because we don't have the ability to give them what they need in the moment. Or maybe what they seek. Here's a way to turn that energy around. You do what you can in what you can do. Now, I know that everybody is like, prayers don't solve problems. No, they don't. But when you're praying or sending love or you're lighting a candle for someone because you know they're having a hard time, it helps light the path for the solution to come for them. It's it's proven. I mean, when Mm -hmm. we send healing and send love, we're sending energy of a highest vibration to help them with permission, of course, you know, to help them reach that higher vibration so that they maybe can see clearly or that they find the answer quicker or the solution comes quicker or whatever it is that they need. Um, It doesn't mean that, you know, you can say, you know, I know people like I hear people saying, oh, yeah, well, what about people praying over people with cancer and they still die? Well, I never feel like people getting sick is good. And while while people being sick is good and I don't ever find that loss is trivial. But how do you know that that person wasn't ready? Like, how do you know that death wasn't what that person needed because they were suffering? Right. And i'm not saying that you know death is a great thing don't get me wrong don't twist the words but listen when somebody's done fighting and they're ready because they don't want to be in their suffering in their mortal body mm-hmm. and they're ready to go death is their solution that's okay. what they want that is for their highest good so that they cannot suffer now it doesn't help those left behind i'm not saying it does but right. what i'm saying is is when we give and send love and, and light the candles and pray and do the things that we can do for the situation, we have to do it without attachment. Mm-hmm. We have to do it without thinking we know the answer for them. We just do what we can for them in that light, in that highest vibrational energy. And then what happens is what happens. And we just support them along the way. We're, healers, the one thing I have learned in my tenure of being an energy worker is, I'm not involved. It's not. I'm not this thing that they need to seek to find healing. I am a a, a guide, a light on a, a moment on their path. There's a gr- a great bigger perspective than just me and what I have and the information I have. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what that person's journey is. Okay. I don't know that if I, you know, direct the person here, instead of them taking the journey that they're on, that they're not going to have to repeat this process over again because they didn't get what they needed from it because I helped them spiritually bypass it or circumvent it. Yeah, That's why it's not up to me to tell somebody what to do. I just share like the energy of the moment. It's why, it's it's why in readings I will never give that yes or no, or I will always ask questions like, you know, is this what you want? Do what is, what do you want in your heart? Like redirect the energy back towards the ownership of it. Because if you give your power away to something that's bigger than you and you think that, Oh, you know, this is where I'm going to get my answers. You're not going to have any, you're 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 running your power thin you're running your energy light because you're giving it away too much to seek an answer you know what i'm saying it's
0: you don't allow yourself to be empowered if you cut it off by giving somebody else the ability to tell you what you're going (laughs) to do and to be
1: honest you know the more you seek the answers you get if you decide to be a human being and have free will and change your mind and do the opposite, then what I, what anybody's has to say about it is null and void. Yeah, so absolutely. So it's, it's like, as, as a healer understand that there are things you can control and the things that you can control is doing the things that is in your bailiwick that you know how to do. For me, I ask: can I send healing energy? Can I send, can I send some love? Um, Or I light a candle to illuminate their path. That's all I do. That's all I can do. Mm -hmm. And I have to accept that that's enough. Mm -hmm. I have to accept that that's enough. And that's what that's the only part I'm here to play in that situation. And yeah. that's hard because I'm full on like, come on in, we'll do five healings, and we'll get Angel Michael in, and we'll do crown, <laughs> and we'll we'll open up the heart space, and we'll we'll clear the energies, and we'll we'll do some cellular memory healing. And I'm like, yeah, let's do this. And you know, that's not always what I. That's not always what they need or want. Right. Right. I have to allow spirit to kind of say, no, this person just needs some love like a hug or just to be heard. And that's it. And then they move on. And that's, I have to accept that that's all that I can do for that person. And, you know, and if you're a person who, you know, is, is seeking things, it's like, you just, let's, let's take away the idea of the expectation. I don't want to prolong somebody's misery because I want to, because I want to heal them,
0: you know? Right. Because I feel like I have to, because I feel like you came to me, so I better deliver. Exactly. Exactly. So
1: it's a really sticky situation. And I think that, you know, the more we look at things and the more we examine things, we have to realize how we play, what our parts are and how we play in that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I I, I had just written down something else because I was like, oh, my God, like there's so many like little gems that were in there that I was like, oh, that reminds me, you know, like of like, yes, you know what I mean? Like just kind of resounding yeses, you know, as you're speaking of like things that I think you forget about that you've done or that the ways that we've gotten to where we're at. You know, cause it's like, we're here, you know, saying this is what you got to do, you know? And we're like, we're getting good at it and whatever it's like, how, how the hell did we do this? Like what, Like when did we wake up to being, you know, like aware and, and using different tools in order to, to, to let that go. And I remember, I remember once seeing, um, and I'm going to butcher the meme because like, it was so long ago. Um, it was like, you know you're not always meant to help everybody because you could be interrupting their karma. And it was kind of probably meant a little bit like snarky, but to me it was like, Oh my God. Like that actually makes sense (laughs) to me that it's like, people are trying are desperate and trying to soothe, but you don't know what their path is. And you jumping in could be more harmful than good. Sometimes it truly can. You know, and then from there I started, and this was, this was where I, I mean, I have done work in my personal life. Like I'm not a doormat. Like, I mean, it sounds like maybe I was <laughs> perpetuating that I've done like a great deal of work in that, but this was how it started was yeah. me being like, wait a minute here. Like that, let that does let me off the hook because I know for myself that I needed to repeat some cycles a couple of times for me to get sick of it, like really sick of it. As everybody knows from the last couple of podcasts, I'm in that space right now of being like, well, 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 (laughs) we have come to a point where we're done with this. And had anybody been able to intervene between now and then doing something, I don't know how they could have soothed it, but doing something to soothe it, I want to learn my lesson. I'd keep doing it over and over again. (laughs) I needed to learn my lesson this way. This was how it had to happen. And so then I would start to watch the cycles of the people that were in my life and not in a negative way, not to be like, screw you, I'm not going to help you, but more in the way of being like, how am I, how will I harm this situation by jumping in? And sometimes it wasn't that way. You know, sometimes it was like, man, like they just, you know, they just need you. They just need you for this moment because, on a general basis, they're doing the work. They're, you know, like it, it's just it's just a step up right now. They just need a leg up right now. But there were many people in my life that were perpetuating the same cycles over and over again, and I was validating them <laughs> by like being there for them and by soothing them and by being like, "It's okay," and by like, "Here, do this." And I was allowing them to use my words to create actions that would then let them off the hook for what they've done because it wasn't, it was like, I told them to do it. Right. Like, (laughs) and so that now they're in a whole other place of victimhood because it wasn't them that came up with the idea. Right. Like, so, and now we're deeper in the hole because even that didn't work. And, you know, and I watched how it happened with a few people and I was like, Oh no, like that's, you're doing the thing that's in the meme. Like these people, you're in, you're, you're intervening when you need to not. And that was hard because it is what you, sometimes you're watching the plane crash and you're like, but you know what? So many people watch me crash planes too. And I was very grateful for it because when they tried to intervene, I wasn't going to listen. Yeah. I didn't. You did right? just I didn't be behaviors the next time. It's right. like,
1: You didn't hear, let's learn.
0: Yeah, exactly. So that, I mean, that shifted things a lot for me. And, and, you know, it does help me in my professional life too, like to be able to be like, they're not there yet, man. Like you can help lead them there, right? Because of what you know, but they're not there. So where are they right now? What can they access right now? And try to strengthen them from within, from there. Show them that light so that it can grow into this space that you know that they need, but you can't bypass it you can't soothe this wound. We have to get in there, poke around, <laughs> like let it fester and help and let them get sick of it. Let them get ready because then they'll do the work. Yeah. And and it's
1: so, and that's such a, that's such a poignant point is that you can't force people to change or to heal or to do the work. Until they want to. until Or they're put in a position where either they have no other choice. It's either heal or suffer. You know, and most people will, a lot of people will go to the healing side, but some people will stay in the suffering because it serves them. But, you know, it's it's not, even though we know things and we know we can help them, it's not up to us to decide when they're ready to hear us that's their decision and and sometimes we have to really honor that and cuz there have been moments where you know i've had flashes of something or i've seen something and i'm like i want to tell this person not to do it <laughs> and i'm just like Fuck. but i'm like no nope, not my monkey not my circus but it's not to it's not to say here's the thing even though we're saying we have to have boundaries, we have to let people, it doesn't mean we can't support them and love them through it. It doesn't mean we go, sorry, can't help you, you know? Right. You're just going to use this to perpetuate a, a victimhood cycle. Right. <laughs> There's nothing, it's not to say that there isn't a space of just supporting the human being
0: by loving them.
1: Yeah, It's not, you know, it's not always...
0: So hard to explain sometimes yeah
1: because it's not <laughs> you know when, when we think about helping someone we think about
0: our services what we do
1: for them the solving problems we give them solving things for them helping them but you could be just as supportive by holding someone's hand with a virtually or real in real time and saying i'm so sorry that you're going through this and just love them mm-hmm. especially when they don't love themselves hold the light for them so that they can hopefully someday see the path because that's all you could do Mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean we just walk away and we're like fine go suffer bye
0: right right (laughs) although you know again though if you put those boundaries up and people are like pushing against it and being like no you're a terrible friend you know then we have a different conversation right about how it's like listen you know like i don't i'm not obligated to do any of these (laughs) things that's what you think and we're not in a good friendship but For the most part. Yeah. Like definitely, you know, we, we don't have to, we don't have to do that. And it's hard to hear, like, it's even, it was even hard for me to say that, you know, like I was kind of almost fumbling over it because it still feels sometimes like it's a, it's a tightrope walk. We are not always sure when it's time to do or to be part of the the solution and like because we're not providing the solution right like when when somebody's bought when we're walking next to somebody because they need somebody to walk next to them you know as they do it themselves you know it's not always easy to spot it um but it's you know it's important obviously to spot it and then also you know not be carrying it you know that's that that that's the the problem with us empaths (laughs) like we carry it and we want to like ruminate on it and we you know we want the best for everybody you know like it's hard I mean it is hard it's never it doesn't get easy because you don't get to not be an empath because you decide it sucks (laughs) Like, like it still shows up you still have the feelings you still do the transmuting you still like have to have the talk with yourself that says I want that person to love and be loved but they can't do it right no. now no. you have to let them get hurt because you can't stop them from getting hurt yeah and then detach from it so that you also don't get hurt when they get hurt
1: <laughs> and you know and this is i i think this also applies for people who are not necessarily in our um our flavors of work I mean it comes for people who are managers with people in corporate like if you're an empathic person and you're a manager chances on you take on the well-being of your people a little bit more than most people would and it's draining and when you know that an employee is struggling or has crisis and you want to help it's hard it's hard to let them go through the process without intervening because it crosses a line you know at some point legally you know and it just it's hard to watch the train crash, but Mm. like I said, the only thing we can do is support them in the capacity that we're allowed to and, and hope for the best and pray, pray for the best. There's, you know, there's, there's a lot to be said for people who have intentionally sent good energy through prayer or healing to others.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny as you were talking about the management thing, I, I was, I was kind of reminded of how in, in those times of corporate life, you know, like generally speaking, people want to climb ladders. And I was always the person that was like, Oh hell no, like I want to be a worker bee for the rest of my life. And I didn't understand that that was my reasoning for it because I, I just thought like, and I kind of beat up on myself a little bit about it. Cause I was like, you don't have the killer instinct, you know, like you don't want to climb the ladder because you don't want responsibility. It was like, I kind of beat up on myself with all these social constructs, but really it was because I knew I couldn't handle it emotionally. Yeah. I, cu- I was not, I was going to let people get away with <laughs> all kinds of things because I was going to feel for them. And I was like going to run everything into the ground because I didn't understand yeah. how to how to shield as an empath it was like extremely difficult I mean even in those roles I was getting in trouble you know like when I'm in purchasing and I'm just like sliding things through and they're like you can't do that and I'm like but they needed it and it's like <laughs> like shit like I know that that's not how it works here but also in the moment I'm like I need to help like I I need to help and I'm the helper I'm the person that needs to help right now so
1: I see you do that <laughs>
0: I can see all the time, man. It didn't matter when I worked at the pharmaceutical company, I had five jobs when I was there They just, whenever they needed to do layoffs, they just moved me around, which I was grateful for, but it meant I did all kinds of things that I like would have never done working in the chemistry department. Like, like (laughs) what was I doing in there? But they just, they didn't want to lose me. And they, you know, like it was very kind of them, but all the, every single place I was, it was like, Vanessa, you gotta, you can't, you can't. And it was like, well, I can't help it. Like I want to help people and I feel their pain. Like I feel how frustrated they are. I'm afraid they're going to lose their job if they don't get the compound. And so I order it like it's, it was, but yeah, I hadn't really gone back into that space until you were talking about it to be like, oh yeah, I was beating myself up about it because I didn't understand the kind of person I was. I didn't understand what was really at work and so if you're listening to this right now, I think that that is, you know, a valid a valid thing to think about for yourself if you are one of those people that feels like you have a difficult time and you're not a healer like we are, but you're a person that people that manages people or manages um you know, things that matter to you, like how often you're like throwing yourself into the fire. When you really just need to watch it burn, God, yeah. that sounded like as I said.
1: <laughs> I know. I like, <laughs> we, but it's it's funny because we we all we are try we try to save ourselves, we try to run from the the pain of the situation that we've created, yeah. or sometimes it's not always us, but majority of times we created the situation in some way, shape, or form, and it's like we have to let the building burn in order to recreate a new one, and it's yeah. like. I you know even in forest fires while they're devastating there's purpose to it there's new growth that happens plants that have not grown for thousands of years all of a sudden start growing because there's light and the light has reached them and that's kind of what burning our houses internal houses down do it the light reaches something that hasn't been touched in a long time and you know that
0: like, I just really like, <laughs> I just had like goosebumps go all through there, being like, yes. <laughs>
1: so, you know, it's scary, it sucks, but know that it's momentary. And sometimes it's necessary to kind of come out on the other end. I've had many of, many a moments of burning shit down internally. So, you know, I can for sure say that it doesn't last forever. And if you, and sometimes that's when we need help is to seek it but yet stay the path, stay the path. you will be okay.
0: Yeah. And it's funny. Cause I had actually um, uh, today experienced exactly what we're talking about. And it didn't hit me until just now that like I had shared and I'll, I'll, I'll share it here because whatever my, my life is an open book um, because of like, you know, trying to date again, you know, and thinking I'm ready and and realizing I'm not and having to share that with somebody that I had been sp- talking to for quite a long time I mean it was like almost six weeks that's a long time to talk to somebody like they're trying to get to know you they're getting excited and all this kind of stuff and I'm not sure that's so it was shock to the system he got a little sassy with me and I had posted the the snippet of the conversation where he got sassy with me because it was meant to illustrate how difficult it is to tell the truth because of these things that happen because you're disappointing somebody because somebody may come back at you with upset and you have to just take it you know and be like dang it right and so I post this thing and everybody missed the point because they all came to my defense every single person was like that guy sucks like he shouldn't say that my uncle was like like over like sending me messages like no you deserve better and I was like like I finally posted at the end like guys I wanted to be the star of the show here first of all (laughs) like the whole point of this was my accountability you know like the whole point of this was like you watching me be on fire because I realize I set a fire myself you know and that the focus wasn't that person's reaction I'm not even focused on that person's reaction I don't give a shit to be honest you think, were upset you, you you lashed out a little bit you're allowed to do it because we're human beings and you you felt what you felt and to be honest my accountability being that you weren't wrong <laughs> like you are not wrong because i was not forthcoming you're allowed to be upset about that you're allowed to feel betrayed because that's what it felt like and that's it you're allowed to do that um and you know, like that was kind of like experiencing that of being like, okay, I love you guys. And I'm super glad that you believe in me so much and that you want to jump in and be like soothing all of my pains and taking away the pain that I feel of having done that. Like with knowledge, I didn't do that accidentally. I knew that I was in a space of like, well, I'm not sure, but I didn't, I wasn't forthcoming. I know that I had to sit in that fire that I set and uh, like, get tired of it, right? Like I had to sit in that cycle and go, you're not going to do that anymore. This sucked bad enough that you're not going to do that anymore, that you no more non intention, no more for fun, no more, whatever. And, you know, that's what we're talking about right now of being able to step back and, and like, what, what did I need in that moment? What did I need by posting that one person got it? And she was like, I'm happy that you're like self-aware or something, something that's like that, like be proud of yourself for knowing that you're being an asshole and owning it. Yeah, <laughs> Like well, I see yeah. you. <laughs> it's like, you know, in honest, in honesty, his reaction was valid. Like
1: it was valid because that's exactly how he was feeling. It, it doesn't see his re- it's the thing of it is, is that we take personally too many people's, like, what they feel, what they think in response. Yeah. They're allowed their feelings. Yeah. He may have reacted in some kind and maybe said some words. I didn't read it. But that doesn't mean that's who you are. It's right. just what happened in the moment. And I think that that's what we need to begin to separate is, like, yeah, that guy wasn't, you know, even if he accused her or whatever, she did the thing. And yep therefore yeah he's kind of valid but it's it's in how it's in how vanessa internalizes that and how she works with it like is this knowledge to say oh i gotta be more fruitful i gotta be more up front more more to the point in the beginning not so libra like you know and (laughs) not so triple air sign, right (laughs) (laughs) and then and then and it's like okay, so lesson learned, right? Lesson learned because you know whatever, but that doesn't mean that she needs to internalize it as she is that person, right? It isn't. It's a moment. He was reacting to that moment and that discretion, that minor discretion, like that that minor moment of her not being upfront. That's it. We don't need to take this farther. We don't need to vilify. We don't need to do this. Let's stop looking at things at black and white. And look at the situation as a whole for what it is, and be grateful that in that moment Vanessa was celebrating her win and this realization of what she needs to be do better or to to work on or to see, and that she was celebrating that knowledge, that win, because it's a win even Absolutely. if it sucked. It was a
0: win. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and like what I had failed to do, and I've since deleted my account, so I can't go back in there. But like, I failed to put the whole conversation because I didn't, I didn't think that that was pertinent, right? Like, because of the, my whole point being like, hey, man, this is, this is what you're going to come up against when you tell the truth sometimes, but you got to tell the truth anyway. That was the whole point of it is that like, this sucks big time, but it was worth it. Like hearing those words and having that person be upset was worth it because I felt like I made good on being truthful and being honest we were fine like he was a little bit snarky and I was like listen man I'm super sorry I get what you're saying I 100% understand how you feel because of what your intention was and you feeling like I wasn't matching it you know literally just validating it I didn't internalize that I was like whatever man like you're allowed to be upset because you thought you were getting something that I told you you were getting, right. (laughs) you're allowed really, truly. And if he had gone way overboard and started name calling and, you know, just doing all that kind of stuff, we'd be having a very different conversation. I mean, he literally was like, people are on here who are supposed to be looking for serious um, relationships. And if you have any doubts, then you're doing everybody an injustice by being here. Yeah. And it was sassy. Absolutely. It was. But I was like, you're mad. And if this is how you respond when you're mad, I'll take it because you're allowed to be mad. (laughs) And if that, like, I was like, and people were super offended. He doesn't get to tell you what to do. And I'm like, I know. And he didn't like, he, he doesn't get to tell me he's, he's hurt. These are hurt words. It's fine. I don't have to internalize them. I don't have to take them. I don't have to fight back. I don't have to say, you don't get to tell me what to do. Like, I know that he doesn't get to tell me what to do. I don't need to tell him that that doesn't really do anything for me. It's a fight. (laughs) And that's what
1: perpetuates where as it's like the energy could just be done with just a simple, "Yep, I see how you feel. I exactly know how you feel and you're, you're valid for feeling this way.
0: And dude, I'm sorry. No. And that's all it was and it was it's like okay. wish you well wish you well and we're done you know and and to me it was like a huge win cuz i was like i was super honest right like i was like oh man like i th- i thought i i thought i knew what i wanted and i don't and he got upset and i apologized and said you know like you're right if i'm not ready for this right now i'm not ready for it at all and i will delete my account like he was right yeah. <laughs> and i like don't need to be a- offended that somebody was right that You know, like whatever. You know, like not not the end of the world. And I didn't carry it, and I felt like it was a good thing. It was meant to happen so that I could be in the space that I'm in. And I don't I don't wish anything ill on him for what he said. It's fine. I'm not going to call him a narcissist, and I'm not going to get all like oh. Like he must be a super terrible person. I dodged a bullet. Like everybody was thinking like he was actually really nice. I talked to him for six goddamn weeks. Like, (laughs) like, I, you know, we were doing just fine. He never pressured me to like go out or anything like that. He was very, very kind person. Yeah. Yeah. And I hurt his feelings. Yeah. I can own that. I hurt his feelings by not being honest and that's okay. But it's part of that, of like, you know, being able to be like, I don't need you to come save me right now. I want you, I need, but then I had to, right? Like what we were talking about before, I had to go in and say, this is what I'm actually looking for, guys. Like point missed. Let me bring it right back. (laughs) This is what I need because you didn't see what I needed. I have to ask you for what I need because you couldn't. Get it right away, and that's fine. I'm not offended. I was, you know, I'm like, okay, you guys love me, like, yeah, want to make me feel better. I get it, but yeah, we can that's stop. a
1: whole other podcast. Yeah. The need, the need, the need to feel righteous, like some people can't be wrong. Yeah, they need to feel like it's like, yeah, that's a whole other podcast. Because I'm. I can start talking about that. Like in relationships, it's like they needed to be right and then be defensive when the person reacts in that type of way. Like you could have taken that and been like, fuck you, man. I'm not that because it hits all of the insecurities that you may have inside you. And because it does, it's going to elicit some, some defensive response. And then that it would have gone so South and, (laughs) and created so much more like cellular memory trauma that it needed to, in reacting to the situation like you did y'all
0: stay tuned it is the next podcast <laughs> because i can talk about this because i'm in this yeah. like lord have mercy have i learned that about myself recently so i love that topic because it goes you know it, it goes with trauma response. And it goes with wanting to soothe things and it goes with the defense mechanisms and we all have them. And it's not always just about us. We have defense mechanisms for people that we love too. That's why we jump to their defense. So, yeah. oh yeah, that's. Yeah. I'm sure. I wrote that one down. We have yeah. the next topic all already. Be but, I, I mean, I hope, I hope that we were able to help in some ways understand, you know, like what it means to have a good boundary when you are a helper of any kind, whether you're the helper in the friend group or whether you are a helper and a healer in your spiritual life, you know, just some some pointers of how to be more aware and be more protective of your own energy.
1: Amen. 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 Yeah. And with that, if you need to work with either of us, please keep listening to our outro. We give you the information of our email addresses and our websites in the outro. If you need help with this in any way and you're not sure what you're like, I kind of got it, but how does this apply to my life? Reach out to us. We're here for you. You know, we're, we're, we'll get it. We'll help you. So we hope this has brought insight to some of the ways that you know, we can assist and help others, whether you're an active healer, reader, therapist, or whether you're just one of those people that are extreme empaths that you just, you're help. You're just one of those people that just help others and, and shine light for others. We hope that you can learn how to have boundaries of that, but also to have boundaries around sharing when it's just, we have to let people do the thing that they need to do in order to get through this moment in their life. Um, But like I said, reach out to us if you need us. We love you, and we'll see you next week. Love y'all. If you were triggered by anything said in this podcast, please dial 911 or go to your local emergency room.
0: More deeply understand your unique emotional reaction to today's podcast. I'd love for you to connect with me. You can find me at Vanessa Counselor at gmail.com or at www.vanessaperry.net.
1: And if you wish to take your healing further through energy work or channeling angels or the highest level beings, please reach out to me, Grace, at graceevergreen.com or graceevergreen at outlook.com. And always remember, you are loved, you are worthy, and the world needs your light.